This is Inside Tech, Episode 4, for the week of July 9th, 2006. decided to release this episode a little early because I'm going on vacation and I when I I won't be able to record any episodes before until I get back and that's about two weeks from now so we'll go ahead and get started with our news the first story is about Microsoft Microsoft makes secure folder so Microsoft has made a program that puts an icon on your desktop that is password protected and keeps other members of the family out now, I've tried this. It's fairly, fairly okay. It, when you click on the icon on your desktop, you enter a password and you can store your files in there. To download private folder though, 1.0, you must have Windows XP and you're required to go through Windows Genuine Advantage program, which has gotten a lot of um, bad press lately. But this may cause problems for IT professionals, because if there's lost files, Maybe you know it's going to be really hard to recover them, but it's fairly okay. It's really easy. You download it. You get the Windows Genuine Advantage test. If you pass, if you've got a legitimate version of Windows, and you install it, it'll have a little icon on your desktop. It looks just like a folder with a lock by it. And I, like I'm double clicking it right now, I insert my password, blah blah, I'm going to insert ASDF, that was the wrong password. You've entered the wrong password, please try again. And it just looks like a regular folder. But that was the first story. This next story is about the movie business. Actually, I have two, two stories about the movie business, and two Microsoft stories. Sanitizing movies isn't clean. Okay, so a judge in Colorado, a federal judge, ruled that it's illegal for third-party companies to clean up movies, like to take out cuss words and other stuff that may be considered inappropriate, and sell them. So they resold them. That's the controversial part. The directors of Hollywood and other Hollywood professional people felt that it was, quote, undermining the artistic integrity of the f- their, their films, unquote. The companies claimed it was fair use, but the judge ruled it was copyright violation. That was from Ars Technica. So, if you want to clean a movie and you're a company and want to take out the cuss words, you can't do it anymore. And you can't resell it. The reason, it may seem like it's fair use, but you're reselling it. So you're making a profit off of it. It might be a little different if you were just cleaning it up and, and not selling it but giving it or licensing it or something like that to other companies other TV stations that would like to air it although I, I would think that would be illegal because TV stations would have to pay somebody to play it so if you want to clean it up your personal self 
According to fair use, I believe you can clean it up yourself. Stuff. Or you can remix stuff. Yourself. But you can't sell it. And actually, I think if you modify any movie that's copy protected, more likely than not, you'll be breaking copy protection to remix it. So, technically, if something's copyright, more likely than not, it's illegal to remix it. But if you just want to remix it, something you downloaded off the internet, a podcast or something, like this podcast, I don't care if you mix it or do whatever you want with it, play around with it. Obviously, you can't sell it. Probably won't make any money off of it. But I, I wouldn't care. So it's a con it's sort of a controversial issue, but I see where they're where they're what their you know, what their reason is. You know, they're taking the movies, cleaning them up, which is a good thing, but then they're gonna resell them. So they're making a profit. Alright, well when we come back Microsoft response to the iPod and break next gen high definition DVD content protection protection with one button. Are you a music lover? Then let Magnatune dazzle you with how different we are from the rest of the music industry. Interesting independent artists in diverse genres. Perfect quality wave files in addition to MP3s and many other formats. Instant album downloads or traditional CDs by mail with free shipping. All this and half of every sale goes directly to the artist. So visit us now at magnatune.com. That's M-A-G-N-A-T-U-N-E. Magnitude. We are not evil. This next story is about Microsoft. Microsoft's response to the iPod. Engadget has posted an article and pictures that goes into further detail about Microsoft's new plan for a media player. I, I talked about this in the last episode. And there's more detail. Uh, the wireless portable media player might be called Argo. Engadget has a much better pictures than the blurry ones on their website. And I'll post a link to that like I do for every story in the show notes. So this Microsoft Argo Xbox wireless portable media player looks, if you look at this picture of it on Engadget and then look at the blurry picture, you can see it's pretty much the same thing. And what it, it looks like, it's got a big screen, it's white, and then the border around the screen is black and it's the screen size is about three to three and a half inches wide uh, with like a four by three aspect ratio display possibly and it has a little what it looks like quick click wheel and on the left is an arrow button and on the right is a play and pause button but you can look at that picture in gadget, but I'll post a link to that in the show notes. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, I'll be interested to see if they do it because it it looks like it could very possibly, especially if they're going to replace the songs you've 
purchased and downloaded in iTunes. That would very, very possible this could be something good. Maybe not as good as the iPod, but it could certainly raise some eyebrows. It could definitely surprise some people. Alright, so if you are looking to break next-gen high-definition DVD content protection, which I do not support, or do I say to, or, you know, I don't advertise or publicly support or anything like that, or claim you should do or something. But you can break the content protection protection of HD DVD and Blu-ray movies and watch them in full resolution by just pressing one button. Just one button. You press the print screen button. Of course, you have to press it once per frame. And in order to do that, you'd have to automate it somehow. Easily be done by writing a program. The only company that says they have an update that will fix this problem is Toshiba. But it will be in the next firmware upgrade, which could be who knows when. So, it's very... And this is supposed to be state-of-the-art protection, you know, if if you... For now, at least, this isn't gonna happen, but they were planning on if you use component to connect your high-definition player to your computer, it'll degrade the quality, because you can't because they don't have copy protection on that. So you have to have HDMI, supposedly in the future, possibly. For now you don't, but you, have, you would have HDMI, have to have HDMI, which allows copy protection in order to get full resolution. So that's why it can sometimes be very controversial, because they're degrading the quality almost worth not getting it, almost worth not spending a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars for the HDDVD or the Blu-ray player, plug it into your your high-definition high DVD that doesn't have HDMI support, plug it in component, and it degraded quality. So after you bought your two thousand dollar, you know, 52 inch plasma screen high-definition and all it has is component that'll work with the high-definition DVD players, and it wouldn't even be worth the money. So it's very interesting. But I will include the link to that in all our stories in our show notes. You can visit our show notes by going to Inside Tech Podcast, all one word, all lowercase, insidetechpodcast.blogspot.com, or you can visit our podcast network website at www.cellomedia.co.nr that's www.s-e-l-o-m-e-d-i-a.co.nr and there if you forgot the inside tech podcast.blogspot.com you can just click on inside tech podcast and it'll go bring you right to inside tech podcast website you can also email us if you have any tech questions suggestions anything like that to inside tech podcast at gmail.com. It's inside tech podcast at gmail.com. You can also voicemail us if you have any if you want to call us up, you can call 206-350-8947. That's 206-350-8947.
I'm Brandon signing out for Inside Tech. Podcast name is from podcastnames.com.